everybody, and welcome to the 1853 podcast of Monmouth College. I'm Dwayne Bonifer in the Monmouth College Office of Communications and Marketing, and this is the 1853 podcast, a program in which we tell you about the people, events, programs, and history that make Monmouth an outstanding National Liberal Arts College. In this 31st and final edition of the 1853 podcast of the 2020-2021 school year, we're going to check in with the staff of Monmouth's Midwest Journal of Undergraduate Research. They published what is literally a huge issue this school year, and they will finish up with the voice of Fighting Scots Athletics' Nate Believa. He'll recap a record-setting 2021 spring season in Monmouth College Athletics. Before we get into the final edition of the 1853 podcast, a big congratulations to members of the Monmouth class of 2021, as well as to their family members. Monmouth was fortunate to celebrate a nearly normal 164th commencement ceremony on a very pleasant Sunday, May 16. While the pandemic continues, it was nice to have some guests on campus and to see members of the class of 2021 receive their Monmouth diplomas in person. You can check out a story along with great pictures and videos from commencement weekend at the Monmouth College website. That address, of course, is monmouthcollege.edu. There are some videos on the front of the website, as well as some embedded in the commencement story, which can be found in the news and events section of the website. A big thanks to everyone who had a role in creating a truly memorable weekend for our graduates and their families. And of course, hats off to the graduates. A very big tartan congratulations. More than a decade, Monmouth College has published one of the nation's leading multidisciplinary undergraduate research journals. The Midwest Journal of Undergraduate Research, also known as MJUR, took a year off last year, as most things did during the pandemic, but MJUR has returned, and in a big-time way. The 12th edition of MJUR is a double issue from 2020 and 2021, it features research articles by undergraduate students from nine U.S. colleges and universities. The school's size range from residential liberal arts colleges to a state flagship research university. Topics explored in the double issue of MJUR include women's representation in healthcare on American TV, an exploration of Quebec French rap, and bodies and boundaries during the COVID-19 pandemic. Monmouth students drive the journal, and they're assisted by a board of the college's faculty who serve as advisors and mentors. One of those advisors is educational studies professor Michelle Holshue-Simmons. Michelle says that MJUR gives student editors a multitude of opportunities that they would not receive at almost every other college and university in the United States. The purpose of MJUR is to provide Monmouth College students who are ambitious and smart, good writers, good thinkers, to uh, see research in a wide range of disciplines and for those students to go through the actual process of reviewing journal articles and to understand 
the blind review process, the double blind review process, and to see high quality research in a wide range of disciplines. It also exists to provide a venue for undergraduate students all across the nation and indeed the world to have a place to publish their work. Uh, so this is not a creative journal, it is a scholarly journal, and so we publish articles in all of the disciplines, um, uh, politics, poli-sci, um, English, women's studies, math, computer science, the whole range. There are not. There are a good number of undergraduate research journals, but they tend to be in one discipline or perhaps a, a range of disciplines, for example, maybe the social sciences. It is unusual, though, for there to be a multidisciplinary undergraduate research journal. There are only a few in the country, and so we're really proud to be one of the leading ones. Michelle says she also enjoys working with MGER because it brings together the best of the best of the Monmouth student body. Well, I enjoy it um, for a lot of reasons. One of the main reasons is that I enjoy getting to know really the very brightest students on the Monmouth College campus. Um, we have uh, amazing student editors, and I really enjoy meeting the students from all the different majors. Um, because I teach in the Educational Studies Department, uh, you know, of course, I tend to mostly know students in my classes. Of course, I do get to know other students in my uh, ILA classes or my citizenship classes. But this is an opportunity for me to work really as colleagues with students, um, and that has been a really uh, in, uh, gratifying experience. Gunnar Leaf of Knoxville, Illinois, earned his English degree this year from Monmouth. He's a member of MGER's editorial board, and he says that there is much to celebrate with this double issue. What I've enjoyed with MGER is being able to discuss, evaluate, and think about research with um, literally the best and brightest students that uh, are in my class and other classes. Um, we uh, love what we do. Um, we take it very seriously. Uh, with this issue, I'm very proud of just the fact that we were able to combine both issues from uh, last year. Uh, we were able to essentially pause our work and come back to it uh, a year later and it just all seems so seamless as we managed to publish it into one issue um honestly like you would never even know that that even happened um it everything worked out so smoothly and we created uh, a great issue Logan Evans was a biochemistry senior this year from Farmington Illinois he also earned his mammoth degree this year Logan was this issue's coordinating editor. He's been with Imgur for almost four years, which he says enhanced his mammoth experience in innumerable ways. As somebody in the sciences, um, we don't necessarily get a lot of STEM papers through here. So I do love reading them when they come through, but I feel a larger and more important part of the journal for me has been seeing the research from just all these different disciplines um, and learning how to sort of navigate that uh, with my own background, learning how to read research papers from English or from uh, math. And there will be times where I'll sit down and read a submission and have absolutely no clue what's going on at first. And I'll have to sit down and read read it closely, like maybe do a little bit of my own research on the side to like understand the concepts. And it's just been a very good way for me to develop my own uh, writing skills, 
reading comprehension and within the research um, and then my own research skills as well, seeing what goes into these submissions and how to make a good research article. Especially proud of the all the editors that have been working on this issue. Um, it has been a great time working with them and leading them, helping uh, the newer editors sort of find their role within the journal and learn how to uh, develop their own methods of reviewing the submissions. Amjid Karkut is a 2018 Mammoth alumnus. He's now a staff member at the college, and he helps with the production of MJUR. Amjad worked on MJUR as a student, and he says that watching MJUR come together every year is a kind of magical experience. It's one of the most rewarding experiences uh, for me as an undergraduate. I, I worked um, as the design editor, so I was reviewing articles as well as working on the in design. Um, uh, it's really rewarding to go through um, the research process and then um, have the final product, catch it in your hand, like this is my baby in the end of the year. Um, and uh, working with the professors, like this close relationship between the student and the professor is um, really helpful in terms of uh, uh, the growth at, as a person. Um, I always say that 99% of what I learned in Monmouth College is outside of the classroom. It's like experiences like Imjur. Um, the things that I learned from my professors um, as mentors, um, like Professor Simmons, Professor Mamari, Professor Odette, um, I did not have them as professors uh, when I was a student, but I learned a lot from them because of MJUR. Monmouth political science faculty member Andre Adet is another one of MJUR's half dozen faculty advisors. Andre says that MJUR exemplifies the best of the liberal arts in action. So I think MJUR is a perfect fit for Monmouth College as a liberal arts institution. This really is the best of the liberal arts. You get students from a bunch of different majors. You have faculty advisors from a bunch of different disciplines. And we get submissions from all those dis disciplines and different institutions from around the country. We take them all in, we process them, we work with them together, we debate the merits intellectually and what's a good fit for the journal. We take it all and we produce this issue that then goes back out into the world and literally goes around the world. And so I think that's something that um, we can be especially proud of at Monmouth College, that it represents the best of the liberal arts, the best of what we do at Monmouth College. So I'm very proud of this particular issue and all of the issues that we've produced here at Monmouth College. That's the staff of MJUR, the widely acclaimed Midwest Journal of Undergraduate Research, which is published by a very talented student staff right here at Monmouth College. You can read more about the 12th edition of MJUR in the news and events section of the Monmouth College website, monmouthcollege.edu. The story also has a link to the issue online, as well as information about how to get a hard copy of what is simply an outstanding issue. You're listening to the 1853 podcast of Monmouth College. I'm Dwayne Bonifer in the Monmouth College Office of Communications and Marketing. Monmouth Spring Sports are winding down to just one sport. Track and field is the final Fighting Scots sport that's still active with nationals just around the corner. Both the men's and women's track and field teams won the Midwest Conference's Southern Division titles. That happened right here on campus on May 15 and 16. 
The Monmouth baseball team also had its sights set on a conference title, but Mother Nature and two bad innings over two games got in the way as the season came to an end for Coach Alan Baterni's team on May 18 with a loss at Knox College. Bringing us up to speed on that, as well as nearly everything else that happened in this abbreviated spring season at Monmouth, is the voice of Fighting Scots Athletic, Nate Beliva. Nate says that although the Fighting Scots baseball team did not have the kind of season it envisioned on opening day, that should not obscure the fact that this group of seniors had some incredible accomplishments during their four years with Monmouth College Baseball. Yeah, it didn't end the way that, that they wanted to, especially with, uh, you know, 11 seniors in, in the class and, and, and where they were going and, and the weather just would not cooperate starting on Saturday. We, you know, we were supposed to play at Knox on Saturday um, and, and that got rained out. We had the conference track meet here in that same downpour that, that, uh, that, that affected baseball. Um, we couldn't play on Sunday for two reasons. One, Knox was already scheduled to host Grinnell on Sunday and we had commencement. So, um, you know, th- there was that part. Monday, we already had a made-up game in Jacksonville um, and that was you know, borderline disastrous for the entire day because you had a, a group of, of guys that left here at 10 a.m. to go down there for a scheduled, you know, one one thirty game, delayed, 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 finally moved to 6.30 at night at the sports complex in town, which was which is host high school games for the most part. I think Jacksonville High and Jacksonville Route had moved their game up a little earlier that day and, and, and helped as well, um, you know, and then put under the lights. So that ended with, a, you know, really the, the whole thing of, of Monday, Tuesday was two bad innings. You know, it was one bad inning against Illinois College where they took a big lead with the, with a seven spot. Uh, we fought back but lost 10 to eight. And then Tuesday we go down to Knox and, man, credit to Knox. Coach Isaacson and his staff helped out, got the field ready. They were out there. I, I was there for the last – five innings of of game two but they were out there raking every inning and putting stuff on there the umpires were great you know it rained the entire time guys were rounding first and and slipping and going down in the in the mud i'll even say mud not dirt um you know and there there were puddles but you know they they wanted the opportunity and and got it we won game one in in the 10 run rule uh but unfortunately game two again it was a grand slam in the first inning gave up five there went down eventually went down nine nothing mike dato had a home run to set the career home run record and and fought back, got it to 9-5, um, and had a couple guys on base and, and just couldn't get that big hit there in the top of the seventh, um, you know, with two on and, and two out. They got two bottom seven and, and uh, you know, fought to the last, had two guys on in the ninth but couldn't get anything closer. So lost 11-5 to because uh, the other teams were tied at 16-8. and eight. We actually go all the way from a win would have won the division. Instead, we finished third, which is just kind of the way it goes. But, um, you know, a great season for Coach Paterni and, and his crew. They they accomplished a lot, had a lot of players with individual great seasons. Um, you know, some seniors, Jordan Ball ended up hitting right around 370, just six triples, a monster year for him. Matt Timoner and Mike Dato put big caps on fantastic careers here at Monmouth. Uh, they're all over the top 10 and top 20. 20 career list in a bunch of different categories. Uh, you look at some of the younger guys, Addison Fletcher, who's from Monmouth, just went 6-0, uh, you know, his first full season pitching since last year. He he got on the mound once before the season was shut down. Um, you know, Nathan Willig had his first loss yesterday, which I know will, will hurt, but, you know, he's going to come back as a, a, a on that COVID season um, in, 
in, in pitch again next year. So he's got a lot to bring back. Nick Corman out of the bullpen, a lot of those guys, and, and a lot of offense too. I mean, Comater in the two spot in center field had a really good year, and Justin Boston right field hit over 350. So, I mean, you, you got just some great individual performances and, and, a, and a lot for them to bring back next year. And that's the other thing too. This the senior class, when you look at the four seasons <laughs> – that, that they had a chance to play or the seasons they had a chance to play during their four years, uh, they set a very positive tone going forward for Monmouth College baseball. The future looks very bright. Yeah, they sure did. You know, a lot of examples there of, of how to play the game, how to carry yourselves, um, you know, on the field. It was tough yesterday. And granted, I've only been here for – you know, two and a half months, but, you know, just watching them, you know, it's, it's never fun when a season ends, whether it's, you know, at the end of the regular season or it's in the championship game. There, there's only one team that's happy in every sport at every level when the season ends. And even then, there's some finality to it if you're a senior. And so watching those guys out in the outfield in the pouring rain yesterday, you know, hugging each other and saying goodbye, and you could tell that some of them um, didn't want to walk off that field. You know, they were standing there taking one last look and grabbing a handful of dirt or taking pictures or whatever, uh, you know, with all those guys, whether it was the stars, you know, Sean Davis just ended his college career on a 22-game hit streak, um, you know, and, and, you know, Mike Dado and Matt Timner we talked about, or, or the guys like Thomas Witte and and Grant Powers who, you know, and, and Austin Van Aken who worked in the sports information department. They, they helped me a ton the first week I was there. They didn't know who I was, but they came over and showed me how to hook up some equipment and told me what I needed to do with a few things and, and helped me when we had some audio issues on the first broadcast and, you know, Love love them for that. I told them that all yesterday, and if they need anything to let me know. And, and you know, just watching them all say goodbye was tough. But, yeah, I mean, they, they came within, you know, really two bad innings of, of playing in a, a conference tournament for the third time in a row which is something that hasn't happened here in, in, a, in a decade since there was a, a, a really long run of uh, back in the 2000 when Coach Paterni was a player of playing in the conference tournament. But, yeah, I mean, 18-19, obviously there wasn't one in 20, but 18-19-21 for these seniors, they were, they were that close to it and, and just didn't get it done yesterday. And, of course, Monmouth Track and Field did what Monmouth Track and Field does. Yes. They won some more championships on uh, championship weekend. They sure did, and uh, not done yet. I got to experience my first uh, first of that, and, and watch how that worked, and just watch them all cheering on each other, which is awesome. And you know, the weather didn't cooperate there on Saturday either. I know it was tough for uh, the discus throwers and the javelin throwers, and and, uh, and 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 the jumpers on on Saturday in the rain. But yeah, won both uh, the men's and women's in dominating fashion, especially on the men. I mean. 307 points, and I think the next best team was at 88, uh, just total domination. Uh, we do have 15 uh, student-athletes who are going to go on Thursday night up to Augustana to the last chance meet. Um, uh, right now, we've got a couple that are pretty securely in, qualified for nationals, Drew Thaxton in the shot put, uh, Kenzie Baker in the 200, uh, Reed Wilson in the pole vault after his outstanding performance last weekend. Um, you know, those, those three are, are right now all in the top eight, so, so they're going to be – in others are borderline right now we've got a couple guys uh austin Fowl, who would be the last person in on, in triple jump so that's got to hold up through a bunch of last chance meets here this week uh he already dropped one spot since saturday and right now he's in that last spot uh same with uh, uh with, with jonathan or or on, on his spot uh hannah mcveigh 
Man, I, uh, she might make it. She she improved by three meters last weekend, so she's peaking at the right time. She needs to improve by another, I think it's 1.8, maybe 1.9 meters this week to get into the top 19. Uh, she's from Monmouth and a senior, uh, so it would be a great way for her to finish up. Drew Thaxton could get into a second event in the discus with some improvement. We've got a few others, Jordan Peckham, um, Kenzie Baker in the 100, Jordan Peckham in the two and the 400 um, that are running the four-by-one meter relay on the men's side. Uh, um, Alex Cutright in the hurdles, uh, Cindy Ladner in the in the long jump. So there's a few others who are going to go up to Augustana. There's 15 total with a chance to get there. The the women have to be top 19, the men have to be top 16, and the relays have to be top 14. And those are different numbers than usual because they're obviously taking less competitors out to Greensboro, North Carolina next week, where that starts on the 27th, and we'll run three days out in nationals. So we'll have a couple there. Hopefully, we have a few few more that that go with Coach Haynes and Coach Woodard and Coach Evers out to. Uh, to Greensboro next week. And as you look at the rest of spring sports here at Monmouth, we had some other memorable moments, uh, certainly in softball, men's lacrosse, and then women's lacrosse had a record setter during the 2021 season. Yeah, we had a we had a lot of performances uh, right out of the gate. Uh, Olivia Matlock was the was the first one for for me on my first uh, first event working here at Monmouth, and she had the the uh, saves record in a the game. Um, there were so many though. I mean, you know, baseball had had a few record setters uh, with individual games and, and career records tied and, and broken. That happened in men's lacrosse. Jeff Knapp with eight goals to set a record. He ended up setting the the goals and points records for career. Mitch Perez set the assist record. Uh, Tegan Simon set the wins record for a goalie and the save percentage record for a season. Um, you know, and they, they made it to the tournament for the first time ever, the conference tournament, and won a game, obviously, for the first time ever as well. So that was fantastic. Uh, Joseph Shy had a, a 11 straight singles wins, which was the most ever for a number one uh, male singles uh, performer. 18 was the overall record, but not at the number one position, which is obviously the best competition you can face. Um, so he had a fantastic Fantastic run there. Um, Morgan Bemis and, and, uh, ben D- and, and Ryan Pruzak both got second team all-conference on the golf side. Morgan had a couple of titles throughout the year. Ryan had a great run at the, the conference tournament uh, down in the St. Louis area uh, on that end. And then softball, you know, uh, uh, Coach McClory got her first win in her first season uh, here at, at Monmouth. And, and Abby Labor, uh, freshman pitcher, future's really bright there. She had every single win Monmouth had this year was with her on the mound. Jessica Pauly will be back as a, uh, she, she was a junior all-conference selection. So was Callista Warmowski, a sophomore, in her first year here at Monmouth. Um, you know, so so those were the two selections there. Futures bright with them and a couple of the other uh, you know young ladies on the the softball team. So they, uh, you know, all were, were fantastic, and, and it was fun to watch, uh, fun to be a part of, fun to get to know some of the student-athletes, to get to know the coaches, uh, to get around them for my first couple months and, and hit the ground running and, and uh, get to know my student workers, which was huge. I mean, I, I tweeted that out last Saturday. You know, they were the real MVPs for me in the, in the sports information department, uh, especially the ones that stayed after. Uh, they were supposed to be out of their dorms, and they stayed an extra three days to work a baseball doubleheader and to work two days of track, and, and I'm 
grateful for that. And they taught me a lot about how to run all that equipment and do all the stuff because they had done it before and I hadn't. So I'm looking forward to getting back with them in the fall and adding a few more student workers to that, some of which were spring athletes that we obviously weren't able to work with in the spring while they were competing and and a few others to come in and, and get us going with, uh, uh, I can't remember what our first event home event is right now. I think it's soccer. We'll have the schedules coming out in the next couple of weeks, but uh, soccer and volleyball um, we have at home before we, we get that first football home game. That's the voice of Fighting Scots Athletics, Nate Believa. Be sure to keep your browser at mamascots.com over the summer. That way you can keep up with all things Fighting Scots related and be ready for when the 2021-2022 seasons get underway. And that's going to be a 30 for this 31st edition of Monmouth College's 1853 podcast of the 2020-2021 school year. I hope you've enjoyed this program this school year. You can always tell us what you think by firing off an email to us at news at monmouthcollege.edu. Be sure to put podcast in the subject line. A big thanks to everyone who helped make this podcast possible for a fourth consecutive school year. That means the guest who allowed me to interview them, and it also means our longtime producer, the talented and inimitable C.J. Bonifer. Until our first edition of the 2021-2022 school year, this is Dwayne Bonifer in the Monmouth College Office of Communications and Marketing. Thanks so much for listening. So long, everybody. Have a nice day, a great summer, and stay healthy. 